Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Yeah, we don't have to talk about this. This doesn't have to be in the podcast, by the way. That doesn't have to be the topic. Oh. You can definitely start from here. Oh no, it's all going in now. Oh um, no. 15 things you should know about Dublin before you move there. We're going to go through the 15 things I think. This is written by me, Mark Damien <laughs> Kelly. 15 things that you need to know before you is become a Dublin. Is that what the D stands for? Is that what the D stands for? Mark for Big D. D Kelly. Mark Damien Kelly. <laughs> right, okay. Right, okay. I don't think anyone has ever said Mark Big D Kelly, but I'll take it. <laughs> That's what you were known as back in the day. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. Oh, the rumors gosh. were different. The rumors were different. We didn't know it was stood for Damien. But... <laughs> Big dickhead. Big dickhead, Kelly. Yeah. Um, come here. What? Of, of the 15 things that I've written that I think a person so who's never been to Ireland, never been to Dublin, needs to know. Now, I'm not talking about like serious things in terms of you need to go and get your, you know, social security number from here i'm not talking about that sort of stuff but you know life things important life things that you need to know before you come to, to ireland before you come specifically actually to dublin any idea what if you can guess one of them i'll buy you a pint the next time i see you if i can guess one of the 15 one of the 15 that i need to know before i get to dublin yes 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I could swear the man has never had a pint in his life. Okay, that, <laughs> I've, I've never seen him look so serious before. For anybody who's just listening, we do this on Zoom so we can see each other's faces. And I've seen I've seen Owen's eyes just turn incredibly serious when he knows there's a pint on the line. It's like he becomes that meme out of rain, you know, where it's like a guy from the hangover. <laughs> rain man. Uh, hold on now, hold on. Something you need to know. Uh oh do I have to guess do I have to guess straight up um without can you give me one of them and then I can get another one or do I have to guess straight off the bat? All right, I'll go with the first one, right? And what? then you can see if you can get another one. Yeah. Um first one is thanking the bus driver. I'm not sure how or when this started exactly, but you will find that the majority of people say thank you to the bus driver as they step off the bus, even if the bus is 15 minutes late. I don't think it's the worst habit in the world. And personally, it's one I'd like to see continuing far into the future. Yeah. Okay. I was, yeah, because I was thinking transport was where my head was at. So definitely transport has to be. um, uh, Do you have anything about taxi drivers? Do you have anything about taxi drivers? I do not. Okay. So there's two, there's two, all right, side note, there's a 16th one, two pieces of conversation <laughs> you need to always have with a taxi driver. Are you busy tonight? Is a question you uh-huh. have to ask. And how long are you on till? <laughs> is the other question. <laughs> if you want to have a good taxi journey, you need to ask those two questions. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes I like to mix it up, you know, I, you know, because how long are you until it's like a, a few referring to the future? I like to, you know, go back I, just to change it up so that the, the taxi man can talk about something different. I go, ah. what time did you start at? Ah, nice. Or, nice, or have, nice. You, have you have you been out for long? Have you been out for long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, Surprisingly, Open amount of taxi drivers work. would say like, oh, "I'm just back from lunch." I always get that one. Yeah, I I often get uh, whenever I ask, uh, looking into the past, like what, where, like how's your day been or something like that. Generally, I get um, crazy conversations about um, people from the airport. Well, is that the airport there today? Really? This one gets into yeah. the taxi. This one gets into the taxi. She doesn't even know where she's going. She doesn't fucking know. She's got one fucking pink bag on her. One pink bag on her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Yep. Number two. Oh, I I don't know. Yeah, I I'm I'm still trying to think of a guess. No, no, go on. I I don't think I'm going to guess. You go for it. Go number for it. two. No pint for you. Uh, number two is is actually referring to you, Owen. Oh. And it's Colchis. Um. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, and here beside Colchis, I have a picture of two people standing beside a gate. <laughs> <laughs> a gate into a farm. I mean, or into a field. Yeah. Uh, so for people, it's not engaged into a housing estate anyway. It's it's uh, important for people to know though, right? So for people yeah, yeah, from yeah. Du- for, for people from Dublin, there are only two parts of Ireland. There's Dublin, and then there's everywhere else <laughs> that isn't Dublin. That's so that, that, it, that that's one. That's the Dublin side of things. You can say the exact same thing, but you say there's Dublin, and then there's everywhere that hates Dublin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're talking about people about moving to Dublin here. So, if you're not from Dublin, you are a culture, and that is a person from the countryside. It doesn't matter if you're from Galway or from Cork, you're a culture. You can imagine how people who are not from Dublin feel about this, like you said. And it's true that most people from outside Dublin dislike the dubs. But to be honest, nobody in Dublin really cares about what culties think. 
So if you hear someone in Dublin referring to another person as a culture, then you know that it's a person from outside the county of Dublin. There you are now. And for anybody who's seen yeah. own is a culture. Yes, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that is where's what I, the, it says on my passport. Where's the badge proud? Um, and and he, he, he represents his, his people well. Um, yeah. the third one is in Dublin and in Ireland, black tea with milk is just normal tea. Yes, yeah. So if you ask for tea, that's what you get exactly, <clears throat> or even if you just say normal tea. So Coffee has become incredibly popular in Ireland over the last 20 years or so, but the original hot beverage of choice here was tea. And by tea, I mean black tea, normally lines or berries. Whether it's a casual chat around the kitchen table with friends and family or consoling someone who is upset, tea was the center of the occasion. Everyone has their own way of enjoying their cup of tea. Some like it strong, very dark in color. Some like it weak, light in color. Or some like it with a lot of milk. Um, and others just like it with a drop of milk. Sugar or no sugar is also an important choice when it comes to the question of how do you like your tea? Nowadays, with so many types of other teas available, we just started referring to black tea as normal tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like. That's a, that it is a thing because I'll invite some t- sometimes I'll invite people over to the house who are new to Ireland, new to Dublin, and I'll say, do you want a cup of tea? Um, and they might say something like, what do you have? Yes. And that, that question is unusual. I mean, like it's, we only, we only have one type of tea. I mean, that's not true because in the house we do have like peppermint and lemon and ginger and all this type of shit, but, um, we don't really mean, that's not what we mean by tea. Those are like what I would call fancy teas Mm -hmm, or, mm -hmm. or you're kind of, you're, you're sick teas mm-hmm. mm. but black tea with milk is just a normal tea. fucking cup of tea cup of tea yeah yeah I, uh... <clears throat> um do you have anything oh i'm still my head's still racked i'm still racking hard <laughs> to see if i can think of something uh go on anyway keep going keep going that's the next number one. five yeah. uh, sorry number four excuse me uh yeah i will yeah means i won't <laughs> <laughs> no, it, no, 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 it's all about the cadence. It's all about the cadence. Like it can, there can be a time if you said in a slower tone, it can actually mean you will. <laughs> yeah. But generally yeah, speaking. Will. Yeah, I will, yeah. Means I won't. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will, will, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah. It, yeah, I will, yeah, always means I won't. I will. Say it. Uh, Say it, and I, you'll, I, you'll hear. Okay, it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and get it. Hold on. Ask me a question. Ask me something. I'm gonna do. Uh, would you get me a can of coke there? Yes. <laughs> uh, would you get me a can of coke? Yeah, I will. Okay, you can't. You can't put the third <laughs> yard. You can't put the yards. But you if you the add the yard. extra, yeah, after yeah, it will, it, it becomes. I won't. <laughs> what? No, no, no. Or ask, ask me a long-term question. Ask me like like something about my future. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years' time? <laughs> no, no, like uh, more specific than that. <laughs> like, uh, will ask me, will I come back to Ireland? Okay, will you come back to Ireland in six years? Yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> see, there's a. 
<laughs> you have to wait till it's part of another sentence. Like, <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah, means I won't. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> so there's quite a few idiosyncrasies to Hiberno English. But yeah. one, which I find quite funny, is the fact that, yeah, I will, yeah, it means that you are not going to do something. So if you're working with someone from Ireland and ask them to do something, make sure they respond with, yeah, I will, as opposed to, yeah, I will, yeah. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. That's good. That That is solid advice. <laughs> solid advice, yeah. Um, the fifth one, I have, it, it's a growing concern, literally like physically a growing concern that I have because they seem to be getting bigger and bigger. And it is the fifth one that is important to know about is seagulls. Ooh. Um, yeah, they're they're different, man, to what they used to be. Um, what the mutants? Yeah. Just if you've got a little burger in your hand from McDonald's on Grafton Street, be prepared for a seagull to come and get that from your hand. Uh, I I remember I think I can't remember if I said this to you before. It was during lockdown, uh, and or whatever so, you know that kind of weird kind of intermediary lockdown. This was like level phase three or whatever fuck it was called, and like shops yeah. were open, but you know it was only so many people allowed in and all the rest. <clears> of it. <throat> and um, I was walking down Grafton Street, and a father and a son. When I may say son, I'm like eight, nine years old, Max, um, had just walked out of McDonald's on Grafton Street. Mm. <laughs> and I, you know, probably got like a like a cheeseburger in their hands, or whatever. Walking down the street, and little like two minutes later, a seagull swoops down and just steals the the burger out of the kid's hand. Mm. Um, and you know that first a look of like shock on the face, mm-hmm. and then that look of shock. You know, we've all seen it in the kid's face how that look of like shock and amazement turns to tears. Like the like the the wobbling of the chin, yeah, 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 like yeah. <clears throat> hands outstretched, as if to say, "What the fuck has this world just done to me?" And <laughs> um, you know, it's that moment as a kid where you realize that sometimes not everything goes really well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's was... like it's like it's at the same moment you realize death exists <laughs> <laughs> when, when a seagull steals your fucking burger. You realize, <laughs> oh fuck, I'm gonna die in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, nothing uh, nothing is everything is temporary <laughs> nothing lasts <laughs> that's how we've got some of the best poetry in from this country in the world <laughs> Oscar Wilde was actually inspired by a fucking seagull seagull that stole his <laughs> sandwich yeah absolutely uh. um, but my my shock in the whole event was the dad just continued eating his own burger I was like no I was like, bring the kid, like those burgers, like two euros, bring the kid back and get him another one. Jesus um, Christ. No, but he, that, that, that father is teaching his son through the school of hard knocks. Like yeah. he, he pers he waited through a day for a lot of seagulls. He's like, I fucking hope one of them take that burger now. So I don't have that conversation with him. He can learn about life the hard way. I actually saw the dad two minutes earlier down a laneway talking to a group of seagulls <laughs> and giving them like a few biscuits and I say listen yeah, yeah, yeah. my son hit him hard he needs to yeah, learn yeah. his mother's very easy on him ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright number six smell there finish what it is smell there uh, uh, smell 
wake up and smell the daisies. No, wait, no, what? <laughs> no, this is things you need to know before you move to Ireland. Smell there. Shit. <laughs> no, smell the shit. <laughs> yeah. When you're when you're out for a lovely walk, <laughs> just get down on your hands and knees and smell the dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> you'll never have an experience like it smell anywhere else in the, the world smell smell the, uh, the, the, the air yeah, smell the, the milk we, the, smell the, oh. <laughs> 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 smell the shit like, I thought you were talking about like slurry like 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 the slurry <laughs> being like Spreading fields like you're gonna smell slurry. Like, We're talking about actually... Dublin here, Mister Culchy. Uh, ain't no slurry around here. <laughs> um, most ain't of no the milk... party like a slurry party. Yeah, go most on. of the milk we have in shops here is fresh milk, meaning that it can go off after a week or two if it's left in the fridge for too long. Many yeah. people who come from abroad are used to this phenomenon, are not used to this phenomenon, and can get quite sick by drinking milk which has turned sour. And one way to avoid this is, is to that, just... Is that true? People get sick? Very, very sick. Yes, I've had the experience as an English language teacher before and I remember being in a class. Uh, and yeah, I've had the experience a few times where people come in and they're like, so where's Joaquin or or whatever? And um, it'll be like, oh, they're really, really sick. They drank bad milk. Ah, fuck me. But like, okay, sorry, sorry, Joaquin, but like there is an inbuilt... Um, uh, like safety mechanism with bad milk it fucking looks smells and tastes horrible that is mother nature saying don't go near here I mean like it is unless it's like in a really strong coffee you're going to fucking get that oh if it if you if it, you think it smells like you shouldn't have it you shouldn't have it yeah but like you gotta remember these first of all I think we probably consume more milk in this country than others so maybe we're a little bit more tolerant to the effects of it Second of all, um, again, let's talk about somewhere like France or Spain where they don't really use fresh milk. No, I know, like, I know, but here, but 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 even if there, I put it like like there's there's things like, uh, Mother Nature gives you signs like big like a caterpillar that's like fucking glowing green and yellow is going to be like it's like that because it's like if you eat me, you're going to get fucking poisoned. Like there's lots of signs in nature. Things smell bad to us because rancid to us because it's like it's Mother Nature's way of saying don't eat this. That's the whole point of things smelling bad. That's like the the the, the evolution of stuff. Yeah, so well, maybe we're. But if if it is the case that like people who are mistaken, then we've gone too far the other way. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> we've gone too far the other way. Maybe, maybe. I do, I, I do have a little bit of sympathy because if you're not used to it, okay, fair enough. If you pour the fucking milk and it comes out in lumps, As lumps. Then, you know, yeah, you know, probably steer clear of that one, my friend. But if it's <laughs> in the point where it's just turning sour um, and you mix it in with, I don't know, your bloody cereal or something and you can't really notice that it's um gone bad, then yeah, I, even just sure, a little sure. bit of it. Um, will make you feel real sick. The seventh one, we're only halfway there, mm. so I'm going to keep going a little bit faster, cool. um, is the phenomenon of being on the phone. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I mean, if someone is saying, um, you'll hear an uh-huh. Irish person uh, saying goodbye and instead of saying just simply goodbye they'll say yeah yeah bye 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 i'd like to know how that started and where it came from i don't know if anybody does know please get in touch with us uh, but that it's weird people don't just say goodbye you like just if you don't know what i'm talking if someone's listening to this and you're like what, are you, what the fuck are these guys talking about it mm-hmm. listen out for it if you're walking down yep. the street and you hear someone saying goodbye on the phone more than likely, they're going to say, yeah, all right, see you later. All right, bye, 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 bye. If, and if, if I was on the phone to somebody and they just went, okay, bye, and hung up, I'd be deeply offended. I'd be like, what did I do wrong to them? Like, it has to be, it has to be this like slow land, like exit of the conversation. It's like, bye, 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 not rude, but I don't know what it is. It's just a weird one. It's a weird mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to go over this one really quickly, but I've heard people make the mistake. The people have made the mistake to me. And listen, I'm not going to get too offended, but at the same time, I will hate you for the rest of the li- your life. And mm-hmm. it's the Republic of Ireland is not part of the UK. All right. We all, need, we all know oh, that. No, just, yeah, that but, just, yeah. yeah it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, some people move to Ireland and they really don't like admittedly i've had people on the podcast before and they're like i just knew absolutely nothing nothing about ireland i apart mm. from the fact that maybe there was sheep there and it was green um because <laughs> that's the kind of stereotypical image that's kind of sent around the world um, yeah. and and some people politically will just have no idea what the hell is going on here and they just think it's part of the uk and obviously it's not so that's a good one to know mm. um Specifically, people moving to Dublin, there is one street with many names and it is even confusing for us Irish people. And that is if you're meeting someone on Georgia Street or was it Camden Street? That was a really mm-hmm. nice restaurant I went to. Was it on Wexford Street or Richmond Street? And mm-hmm. um, what do all of these streets have in common is they are the one fucking street. <laughs> um, so you have... Georgia Street, which changes, I think, to Anger Street, and there's Richmond Street, and then it goes to Camden Street, um, Wexford Street. Mm-hmm. It's all different names for a ridiculously long street. Just one one long ass street. Georgia Street is city center. That's the only way I, I'm like, like if you're that's close to the city center, right? Georgia Street That's is an easy it. one too. I I remember where it is because this, there's a bar called The George on Georgia yeah. Street, and it's yeah. the bottom of it. And uh, then if you go up to uh, actually again, bars help with this. There's now a bar that used to be the Palace that you might have known. It's now uh-huh. called uh, the Camden or just Camden, but that's obviously uh, Camden Street. Yeah. Um, 
in between this place is called Anger Street, uh, Wexford Street, which has some, I think Wexford Street is where, would that be where Whelan's is or is that Camden? I was Street just thinking, well? I think that's Camden. I think that's Camden. Like yeah. in my head, if you, if you're saying uh, Whelan's, I'm thinking Camden Street. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's all the one, it's all the one, all the one, all the one. <laughs> Uh, drinking water. This one I think we've spoken about before. On you can drink water from the tap here in Dublin, but best to avoid drinking water from the bathroom sink, as this water generally comes from water tanks in the attic and not directly from the water supply. Uh, and who knows what kind of fun things are jumping into the water tank in the attic? Um, another bus transport related one number eleven. This is things you should know before you move to Dublin. No change given on the bus. That is. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i think it's it's one of those things that it's, it's so it's so uh old-fashioned it's so backward it's so behind the times that mm -hmm. i think if they just stick with it it's actually going to be quite modern because soon enough nobody will be using money anyway. there's no cash anyway yeah yeah it'll just yeah. be digital so maybe they were just really you what know was, what, was their, what was their bus driver guy the guy who put in the bus stops what was his name Oh, mad, yeah. old, mad old Jim or something like that was mad, mad old Joe or something like that. Mad old Joe, mad old Joe was like he he's actually <laughs> like a like he's he's a big into okay. global econ economics and he like he sees the trends coming. He's like you know, it's all going plastic, style. lad. It's all going digital. Yeah. It's all going plastic. Forget the coins. Forget the fucking money. It's they don't want to have nothing in their pockets in ten years time. I swear to God. Yeah. yeah. He's actually a competitor to Elon Musk. He's he's yeah. nobody knows about it, but he's building a rocket to go to Mars as well. And <laughs> the first of humankind to get to Mars to colonize Mars is going to be a lad yeah. called Mad Eye Mad Old Joe. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, instead of putting a, a flag down, he's going to stick a bus stop in the ground. Yeah, <clears throat> famous for colonizing Mars and bus stop locations in Dublin. Um, <laughs> he is a a real a real treat. Um. <laughs> The twelfth one, important to know in social situations, um, insulting someone can be mm. a term of endearment. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you hear a group of Irish people ruthlessly insulting each other, it's probably their way of showing love. Yeah. Um, ruthlessly insulting each other. <laughs> yeah. You are a fucking prick. I know, man. Thank you. Yeah. Scum. You're scum. <laughs> I, if if honestly if you're if you yeah anyway, uh but yes very true uh, if you're if you're not constantly taking the piss out of each other you're probably not friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, like it's it's even I it is it is really like it's like a bringing you back down to earth kind of, uh but also a loving way to do it. I I was talking yeah. to someone recently. So I I work. Let's just say I work in a technology startup within a university, right? But I don't let's have just any. Say. I, I don't have any tech skills at all. <laughs> yeah. So I was explaining to someone about where I worked and they were like, oh yeah. And then, then I was explaining about it and they were like, well, what the fuck are you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just make the tea, make sandwiches. <laughs> I keep yeah. morale up. So lads, you watch the Game of Thrones, that new Game of Thrones thing. <laughs> Number 13. Hmm. Right. If if I said to you, you're you're in your house in Cork, right? Hmm. Uh, in your family home, and someone says uh, you're about to, all about to go on holidays for a week. Yeah. What 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 are the, what's what's on the checklist before you leave the house? 
Passport. Passport. Okay. Are we on about in the house? In the house. Things that have to be done before you leave the house. Close the windows. Close the windows. Yeah. Uh, Turn off the immersion. Boom. Yes. Ah, Yes. Do I get half a point for that? (laughs) We'll get you a little, get you a little baby Guinness for that. Baby Guinness for that. Um, Come here. You explain to me what's the immersion. The immersion is the hot water, so you gotta you gotta turn on and off the hot water because if you leave it on, it's gonna be costing you. And if you turn it off, like so, hot water in Ireland is generally speaking, generally speaking, hot water doesn't just come from a tap. You don't just turn on a tap and you get hot water. You have to turn the immersion on, which means it's a big fuck off tank, probably in your cupboard, and you turn that on. Normally, like what? How how long does it take for you? Like two hours? Like is an hour nowadays? It used to be fucking a long time to get the hot water going. Uh. Well, yeah, that's true. I, I actually, we actually don't have one in this house. I think this was connected to the heating. Okay. Uh, but, <laughs> but I was staying in my brother's house recently, and yeah, with twenty minutes, I have to say the thing. I don't know if immersions have improved. It used, or... it used to be a lot when I was a kid. It used to be a long time, and I remember, I remember, um, having filling a bath. This is we. It was it was a bath, not a shower back then. Um. Uh, filling a bath and running out of hot water so I had to go down and boil kettles and bring up kettles of hot water to fill it up because it was cold water otherwise uh, because, and that's how important the immersion is like timing, the amount inside it when you turn it on, when you turn it off so yes, you would turn it off before you go on holidays 100% I've actually, because it's such a thing that's inbuilt into Irish people like every single I, I don't know how much it really costs in my head no. it's, do you know like you know, you, you see, like you, you see those um movies or TV series of Las Vegas and people playing the slot machines, yeah, um, and somebody wins and there's uh-huh. like money, like starts coming out. In my head, when you press turning on, yeah, the immersion, it's like your bank account is like leaving. It's like money is just like falling out. It's like yeah, the bottom is falling out of your bank account. <laughs> Would you ever? Did you do the, the? Were you ever asked to check the immersion? Uh, see how it's doing mm, yeah they're like the little tree because normally immersions have like so it's a big brass like okay the old ones were like just a big brass it looked like something from like a, a homebrew kit that you're making fucking whiskey in or something like that so it was a big brass container and then you'd have you'd have an old jacket like there's this foam jacket that you would put over to keep the heat in and then you'd be asked to go check the immersion and you had to do that sneaky slightly sensual thing of like pushing your hand behind the jacket to touch the copper container itself to see what how hot it was and if it was yeah. cold to the touch or just warm to the touch you're like needs a while yet <laughs> and then you come <laughs> yeah. back and be like no not ready yeah well it's mad mad uh number 14 uh, don't be afraid of the orange man of pedestrian lights <laughs> <laughs> now how do uh, you see that this is interesting how do you see that tell me tell me about that tell me your logic behind that so when crossing the road at pedestrian lights, the green man turns orange very quickly, but the orange light stays on much longer than most other countries. So there's no need to run if the if the orange man turns on. If the pedestrian man turns orange, you don't have to run because you'll see people in Dublin city centre and the, the lights will tell, they'll be like, Jesus, it, the light, it stayed green for like two seconds and you see them in the middle of the road and they, they run quickly to the other side of the road. 
Is that true that the orange man stays orange? That was, is that true that the orange men are marching next time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other meaning. It's, we won't get into that. True, yeah, yeah, is it true that the orange man flashes longer in Ireland than other countries? Yes. Really? I never yeah. knew that. Yeah, yeah. Pay attention yeah. to it. I, I don't know what it's like in Copenhagen. Maybe you don't even, in Copenhagen, you might not even have orange because in some countries it's just green and red. Not for the, not for the, 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 um, or maybe there is. I, God, I don't know now. I you know. I tell you one thing about Copenhagen. Uh, in the city centre, the um, the traffic lights turn to little Vikings. So it's a green Viking, <laughs> red really. Viking, orange Viking. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's, that's cool. the fun fact I have. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, uh, don't panic when the orange man comes on in the traffic lights. And last one, number fifteen. The the last thing you need to know before you move to Dublin is random people, people you do not know, will talk to you. Yes. Whether yep. it's in a pub or on the street, don't be shocked if people just start talking to you. Normally, <laughs> it's all very friendly and they just want to chat or are commenting about something strange or wonderful in the world. Most of the time, you can just smile and nod and that will keep everybody happy. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's something that happens. Sometimes you'll you'll be happy for it. You'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. Let's you know have a chat. And then sometimes it will be annoying. I'm not going to lie. I've, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm back in the day when I used to go traveling and, and go on a bus or whatever, I'd happily have a chat with somebody. <clears throat> back, mm, like mostly yeah. when I was living in Ireland. So I would happily have a chat. I think because I'm in Denmark now and small small talk like that, communication with people on the street just absolutely does not it's 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 jarring to hear a Dane turn to you and be like, So what do you think of that? Did you see him do that or whatever it might be, right? Any anything at all like it is in Ireland. Um I think I'm kind of a little bit more like not put off, but I, I wouldn't do it as often nowadays. Certainly back in when I'm in Ireland, like I probably wouldn't, if somebody spoke to me, I'd be fine, but I, I wouldn't talk to people anymore like I used to back in the day. Because it would literally, yeah. you talk to someone and you start a conversation as if you've known them for 20 years. Yeah, like yeah. You, you jump mid-sentence into something. And you just and go straight in. Up, and the person picks up exactly what you're talking about. You're like, I know mm. exactly what I was thinking. You know, it's it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Wasn't but also... If you're not sure of it it's a bit like disconcerting yeah it wasn't long ago i was on the bus sorry not the bus the train into town uh at like nine well half nine on a sunday morning so it was it was very empty the train and this old man sat down in front of me and within two minutes we're talking because we'd driven by a construction site and there's people working and he's like he just goes what do you think they're getting paid that was his like <laughs> way of he didn't say Open. Hey. He didn't say good morning. And I was like, oh, I, I have no idea. And he was like, yeah. do you reckon they're getting double pay today? I was like, well, I was guess they might be. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I guess they might be. It's like, geez, there's some amount of construction going on at the moment, isn't there? I, I was like, yeah, yeah, there is. Jeez. Next thing, Ooh. we're in a full on conversation then. But then we're talking about where, where we're going on holidays. Mm. You know, it it just goes, you know, it just yeah. elevates. And that, and that's yeah. fine. I wasn't, I was in the mood for it. Um, I remember when I stayed out at my sister's house after moving back from Spain to Dublin, I used to get the train in. I'd have to get the train at like quarter to seven in the morning. And I was not in the mood. Like mm-hmm. I, I can, I can be a morning person, you know, that time in the morning, especially on a train because, or in public transport, it always just feels kind of sleepy, mm-hmm. but there'd be an old man who'd get on and he wasn't that old. He was obviously going to work, but you know, pushing 60 or early sixties. Yeah, and he came on that train with an abundance, an abundance, enough energy to go around to actually fucking fuel the train itself. 
<laughs> he'd get on and he would do this thing. I'd be listening to music and pretending to be asleep, but he'd sit, you know, on the train, like right. <laughs> Double whammy, headphones on, sleeping as well. <laughs> yeah. And you could see him. You might as well like have his... a t-shirt that just says fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> But you could see like his energy was like trying to like pull like a black hole of positivity, <laughs> just trying to pull you in to a conversation. Yeah. Uh, desperately trying to get a look at was your eyes of, so that was he one of these guys you. he'd sit down, was he would he sit down with a group of four and he'd just say things out loud and just wait for someone to pick it up and he'd just say it to the group again and say it to the group again until somebody actually interacts. He's like, got you now, yeah. I've hooked you in. No, a typical owl lad, typical old man sits down in, in the mm. seat of four on the train, yep. crosses yep. his arms and, yep. you know, spreads his legs out real wide as mm. if he's in the pub, you know, and mm-hmm. he, he, he wasn't. A, I remember he wasn't a Dubliner, but he'd start talking about like whatever it is, like whatever in the news, awful storm yep. coming in there, you know, but like talking as if it's not quarter to seven in the morning and that everyone's yep. going to work. Like yeah, yeah. the man. The absolute fucker obviously enjoyed his work and was happy. And I think everybody. The absolute fucker. You know, that was, uh, that was <laughs> what really, I think, and that's why I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, they're the 15 things you need to know before great, you move to Dublin. Great. That's really good. Where are you going? Are you going to publish this or what are you going to do? Where, where is this going? Oh, nah. <laughs> you gotta put this up. You gotta put this up. This this is a good. This would be good on Reddit or something like that. Or like one of the, one of them young people's websites. That'd be very young good. people's website. That first yeah. one. I put it up yeah. on the first one. <laughs> yeah. You do each. You write each like lesson on a foot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, good sir. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.